0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I was giving a talk in Eretz Yisrael many years ago, and I didn't want to take any money for it. So um, it was for, a, I think, a yeshiva or whatever. And um, when um, I left, um, somebody came and they gave me, before I got on the plane, a picture from a famous Israeli artist. well-known Israeli artist. It's very nice. I didn't think it was necessary, but it was very nice. Fine. So I go, and I had a new office at that time, and I go to hang up this beautiful picture in my office in Washington Heights at YU, in Hall. And as I start to hang up the picture, out of the back falls a beautifully handwritten letter. And it said, Dear Dr. Pelkovitz, she said, um, I just needed to tell you something, and I'd love for you to call your father, my father was still alive back then, and tell tell him the following story. She said, I was four years old. I was living in Akron, Ohio, where my father and mother were the Rub and the Ribbetson before they came here. This is in the 19, late 1940s. She said, um... I um I um, was living a normal life, happy family. I was an only child. One day my father, who was I think he might have been in his thirties, suddenly has a massive heart attack and he dies. She said, You can't even appreciate the level of terror and the level of grief that took place. She says, You can't you can't believe it. She said I was I was I can't even describe to you how lost it was. First of all, I also lost my mother psychologically. My mother was so unbelievably destroyed by it that she couldn't go on. She said, But you know what? Every day, twice a day, your parents would come to our house and just sit at my side and at my mother's side. She says, I don't remember a word that they said. I don't even know if they spoke. I don't think your father or mother said anything. They just sat next to us. They sat next to us. And she says, the woman I am today, okay, the success I've had as a mother, as a grandmother, as a businesswoman, she says, is all because of that period of time, your father's and mother's presence of their being your son, she says, please, call your father up and tell him I owe him everything. So I called my father. He's, he didn't really remember anything. He said, yeah, I remember. We used to go there. It wasn't anything. We were just there. We often underestimate it. What it does, listen to this study. Listen to this study. And this is fascinating because they don't know how to explain this study. Let's say you have to have a painful medical procedure, So let's say the wife is having a painful medical procedure and her husband sits at her side and holds her hand to just give her support, Okay, whatever whatever the situation might be. So we know that has an analgesic effect. The woman will experience much less pain. But let's say the couple stops getting along. It will no longer have an analgesic effect. You could hold hands all you want, beat each other's side all you want. It's not going to work. Not surprising. Let's say you then do marital therapy for the couple and they start getting along well again. Analgesic effect comes back. But here's something they can't figure out. To this day, they have no idea how this happens. If you now have the marital therapy and the couple's getting along... And he's holding her hand during this very painful medical procedure. Okay? Do you know that there's no way for the wife or the doctors or anybody to know how much empathy he has? can't look at somebody's face and really know how much empathy. Okay? And they find that the amount of analgesia, the amount of pain relief that the woman gets will be directly correlated with the level of empathy felt by the husband or by the wife, if that's the case. Okay? Literally, we heal each other by being present, by being focused, by being at their side. They can't explain it because they've done it in all kinds of ways. But it's an amazing thing. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. StoriesToInspire.org